Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success So Thanksgiving week, Doc. Yes, sir. Man, what's what's on your heart with uh with Thanksgiving? Hmm. Well, uh, it's funny because yesterday we um, church service was about you know just that very thing about Thanksgiving more more than just Thanksgiving about gratitude. Mm. So. Uh, I actually came from uh, John chapter 6. Okay. So in John chapter 6, everybody knows the fishes and the loaves, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a passage in that same thing that I think most people have kind of overlooked. So how the passage reads is that they were a multitude that came for Jesus to feed them. And Jesus asked Andrew, one of his disciples, well, what are we going to feed them with? He was testing Andrew to see what he would say. Yeah. He said, well, I don't know, but there's this lad that has two fish and five loaves of bread. So Jesus took the loaf that two fish and five loaves to feed about 5,000 people wasn't enough. But what was interesting was what Jesus did with the bread was the Bible says that first he gave thanks for it. Mm -hmm. And then he gave it to his disciples and the disciples gave it to the people. So now, if you're not careful, you'll miss the fact that initially it was not enough. It was inadequate. It was inefficient. But the first thing that Jesus did that caused multiplication was that he was thankful for it. Yeah. Just in the fact that he took that two fish and five loaves and first gave thanks to God for it, God did something supernatural because of his attitude of gratitude. He multiplied it. And not only was it now enough to feed 5,000 people, they, there were fragments left over. The Bible says there was about 12 baskets left over after everybody ate and they were full. Yeah. So that's really my message to the church is to get us to understand that until you get an attitude of gratitude, stop asking God for more when you're still not grateful for what he's already given you. Oh, yeah. And gratitude is an attitude that determines our altitude. Come on now. Yes, sir. Clearly. And, and it all starts from that place. I love how you said that because I think in any time, in any situation that we're in, I think um, even in those tough situations where things look like they're bad for right, us, right. if we can be grateful for what we have, huh, yes, sir. I think that allows us to work with what you got. Yeah, that's that part. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's so good. Hmm. Work with what you got. So what does that look like? You know, when, when, when what you see is seemingly inadequate to meet the need. Yeah. I think, you know, when you look at examples, I think about like, like my, up, my upbringing or being raised with a single parent mom or you know, there may be times where there may be things that look like 
we didn't have, mm. you know. But but we did have was love. Right. Hmm. What we did have was core common principles. What we did have was faith. Right, absolutely. And I think um, when you can hold on to all of those things, it brings about a trust. It brings about a trust because reps make you better. Hmm. And the more you, 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 you exhibit those principles, that faith, all those different things I mentioned, the more you see, well, well, we are right. <laughs> right, right. You know, and then when you get out and you see more things, you see things that are per se better. Right, right. Or yeah, some yeah. may say flashy lights right. and all of those. When you see all those other things, if you can just stay firm and hold tight to those core common principles that you learned, in those tough times, well, you're still going to be all right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I think that that's what that looks like. I think you just, you know, in those in those times where things seem rough, you've got to figure out, you know, find the blessings and the lessons. Hmm. So it's funny you say at the end of the day, you, you realize, you know, growing up that you were going to be all right. You know, I, I, I tell several of my uh, clients and stuff when I'm cutting, we start talking about the difference in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And now is that most of us in that era, we didn't know we were poor until yes. after we left the hood. Right. Uh, until after Ex maybe exactly. we, we were, you know, teenagers or, or young yeah, adults. Exactly. We didn't realize that you we were in your box. Yeah. We didn't even understand yeah. that mama didn't have enough to feed us. I yeah. remember times where mom was like, you know, she would feed us and, mom, what you eat? No, I'm not, I'm not hungry. And mama would go to bed hungry. But she didn't want us to do without, so she sacrificed. And so we never knew that we didn't have enough for all of us to eat because mama yeah. took the L so that we could get the W and win. Ooh. So, man, that was like, wow. So a lot of things that you said we looked at and didn't have, but we had parents that sacrificed that made sure that the kids won. Instead of like now where parents putting the kids in the washing machine. You just heard about that story. Yeah, that yeah. they killing the kids because the kid ate the snack. See how the world is flip flop. My mom yeah. made sure that the kids did Taking eat and she didn't eat, but that's how the world is flipped. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I think I think too, along those lines. Once you realize that those people are making those sacrifices for you, it allows you to make sure that you stay in line. Hmm. Like you know, I, I wouldn't get in no trouble because I knew that lady already had enough on her plate. Wow. She need to be worried about me. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. And that's that's great. And as we go into the season, I think, you know, commercialization has caused us to really I haven't even seen a Thanksgiving commercial this year yet. Mm. Right after Halloween, they start putting up Christmas trees. They start putting up ads. Even now, like uh, what Black Friday is normally, what the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Walmart is having Black Friday the entire month of November. They they've stretched it out so that those dollars can begin a lot earlier than the day after Thanksgiving. So that commercialization and all of that push has yeah. forced us to get more in consumer mode instead of what Thanksgiving kind of preps us to first be thankful for. And as I think about that story we just talked about in the Bible, we may be actually killing our own uh, multiplication because we're killing the season that preempts the gift. We first get the gratitude and we're killing the gratitude to rush and get to the gift, man. I, wow, <laughs> that's deep. Yeah, man, that, that just just came through with what you said. Yeah. 
The gratitude piece is so huge. Yeah. Though. I'm thinking that's something that has, it has to be taught as well. Wow. Yeah. You know. Um, hmm. I was watching uh, King Richard. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. And and I just, I mean, I just actually started watching it today. Okay. Before I came here. Oh wow. Because I hadn't seen it, yeah, so yeah. I was like, you know, I'm Thanksgiving break. I'm gonna make sure I watch it. Right. I've been wanting to see it, and uh, it's a part on there where. Venus, you know, plays in this, hope I don't butcher, but she plays in this, you know, this little junior tournament, you know, in the past she had been just playing in the hood and practicing, you know, they got her a coach and the coach was like, hey, let's get her in junior so right. she can compete and be seen. And she's in this tournament, you know, with some people and it's like her very first big win. Okay. And they're riding in the car and her and her little sisters are, you know, celebrating and, and her dad's like, hush up all that, you know, that noise with her, with that. And he, you know, he's, 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 yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's focused in on the gratitude piece, right? Mm. So it just comes across as him just being mean, like, okay. like y'all just be quiet, you know, just, he don't communicate what he's thinking, okay. but he just say, y'all be quiet. So he stops at the store, they go in and get something to drink and he drives off and he leave them. Oh, wow. And his wife is in the car with him in the van. So they get into an argument. She's like, what would you doing? You ain't leaving my, my girls at the store, you know? <laughs> so they get into an argument about it. They stop, and they end up stopped like a block from the store. Right. And the girls see them and then walk up. Like, Dad thought you had left us. And they still, you know, they could tell that the parents had an argument. Right. So when they get home, they have a family meeting. He just breaks it down to them. You know, you, you got to continue to be grateful. Mm. You know, even when you do great things, and I thought that that was it was a pretty cool lesson. I don't know if it was conveyed the right way. Right, right, right. Well, but you. but the you. the lesson of of the gratitude piece, I thought was was pretty cool because you know he taught him that at a young age. Right. Yeah. That's you know? that's what we need to make sure yeah. that we instill those things. Yeah. yeah. They call them the formative years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. So why is it that we are grateful as as a as a people, as a society? Why do you think we've lost our gratitude? Oh man, that's deeper than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I know the answer to that. That that's something uh, we, we all need to look at, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe sometimes because we have so much going on and sometimes you get busy. And we all need to be reminded of that on a day-to-day basis to be grateful. Yeah. Like sometimes you get busy and you focused in on what you're doing right now that you forget the, the sacrifices that the people have made to get you here where you are right now. Hmm. Absolutely. So I think that, that may be one of the causes, you know. So forgetting what was done before us is, is definitely a part of it. But like you said, sometimes... I know in my generation, so my kids are all grown now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so many people that I know that are in their 50s, like where I am, um, most of us tried so hard to make sure that our kids didn't know the struggle. Yeah. That we made yeah, sure yeah. and brought them out of the hood. Yeah, but yeah. some of the gratitude and the lessons, like you said, I wasn't going to act the fool because that lady, I love that you called her that, that lady already had enough on her plate that I was going to make sure that you were going to make sure that you weren't another one of her yeah. concerns. But we try so hard to keep our kids from the struggle 
So perhaps we save them from the struggle, but then they miss the opportunity to see what it costs to succeed, to yeah. live in the house that they live in, to, for the parents to drive the car. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of, in some essence, threw the baby out with the bad water, trying to mm -hmm. save them from, from really going through some of the things that actually made us. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think everybody has a, I don't care who you are, uh, how you grow up, with your family background is like everybody has their own, have their own first-hand experience right. of failures. You know, failure is a prerequisite for success. Hmm. And so I think uh, everybody has has to have that that caterpillar cocoon to the yeah, butterfly right, experience. Right, right. You know, whatever it is, like everybody's gonna have to have that. And and mama Nim can't take you to it. Right. Yeah. Like hmm. mama Nim, mama Nim. Right. Yeah. 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 Come on. I know what you're talking about. Mama <laughs> Nim can't hold your hand and walk you through it. But what mama Nim can do is teach you the lessons in the formative years, like you said. Right. And then you have to exercise those lessons that you've learned. Hmm. You said something. You said exercise those skills that we learn. But then, what did that have to do with reps? Because there, there's a correlation there that, that you said it's the reps that it, make it, you stronger. It, it is, and it, I mean, it is, it is an exercise. You have to get those reps. It is, it is a workout, if you will. Right. Um, because sometimes you ain't gonna feel like it. Sometimes, sometimes it's gonna be tough. It's gonna hurt. Right. You're gonna sweat. <laughs> You know, hmm. but as you do it, um, as you do it more, you get to enjoy it. And that leads into enjoying the process. Wow. Hmm. And so you got to fall in love with the process. But you only learn that by getting reps. <laughs> Come on. But what if what if we only love and I think in this age, this is where we are. We love the results. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, we, we, we love the Bro. followers. We yeah, love all yeah. of that comes with being, yeah, yeah. you know, famous, but yeah. the reps and the pain and the tears yeah. and the sweat, the the breaking down of the muscle, yeah. literally before you can build it back up. We, we right. don't like the breaking down part of it. That hurts. We like to get in the mirror. Come on, man. <laughs> Take the shirt off and get in the yes, mirror. Yes, sir. Can't wait to flex. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to flex, man. Hit them with the flex. Yes, They're going to be begging for some more. <laughs> so one of the things that, that kind of came out uh, yesterday was uh, we were talking about one of the reasons that I think we forget or, or, or lose our gratitude is because if you think about a turkey mm. so the whole point of the turkey is at its best after it's killed right the whole point of the turkey running around in the yard the smart farmer is feeding the turkey for the whole purpose of sacrificing them later. So the fattest turkey on the yard is going to be one of the first turkeys that's sacrificed. So here's what happens. So then we become the turkeys that are fat and full and running around. We've consumed all of the wealth, all of the Amazon trucks, all of the packages, the cars, the houses, the land. So now Come we on. have literally become Come on. nothing but stuffed turkeys. And so then what do stuffed turkeys do after you eat? There's a there's a chemical in it called tryptophan. Mm -hmm. Well, tryptophan, you know, when you eat that Thanksgiving turkey and get full, the first thing everybody in the house do is go lay down, go, go lay down, and somewhere. go to sleep. Yeah. So we have lost our attitude of gratitude because 
we have gotten stuffed and full with all that God has given us. And now we sleep at the table when we're supposed to be up praising God. Because, see, we remember when we didn't have no food in the pantry. When we ate some Vienna sausages over there trying to figure yeah, out how to put yeah, some cranberry yeah. sauce with it and make something happen. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've lost some of our gratitude because we have gotten full with all the blessings that God has mm. given us. And so that's one of the biggest images that's in my head when I think of Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think of I want to eat the turkey, not be the turkey. And that's amen. <laughs> that's what's on my some, mind. Had right to give you some sound effects on that one. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, man. Ooh, we that's good. <laughs> yep. I think about the instant gratification, you know, even like when you look at sports, you know, the teams that were, you know, killing it last week. That were looking like they were gonna almost be undefeated, took some L's. Yeah. Because they thought nobody could touch them. And so I wonder if that is not true of our society, that you know, we just remember our wins and we learn probably more from our losses. I mean, oh, you're the yeah. coach. I mean yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. you could speak to that. Yeah, for sure. Um I like to look at it, you know, in every situation you can learn, win, learn, lose, learn. Hmm. It's all learning experience. But uh for sure. I think a lot of times you seem to be, depending on the mindset, okay. you know, if you lost, then you're definitely more receptive because you know that there's something that that made you be behind, mm. right? <laughs> like on the scoreboard. Right, 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 right. But in reality, even when you are winning, there's still something that you can improve on. Okay. And so, yeah, I think... Um, you, you want to continue to have that growth mindset and grow either way because right. what that does is that that gives you a standard okay like the standard is the standard gotcha. yeah 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 hmm. that's how you build that, that culture right yeah 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 so do you think that that's what has been one of the secrets to Coach Dion and, and 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 Jackson State going undefeated through regular season about the standard being set. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, without a doubt, the standard is the standard, you know. And you know, the great thing about him is he's been around coaches and teams and successful people to learn, you know, what the great standard is. Hmm. And then now, you know, they're exercising it, you know, through getting the reps. Right, right, right. Through what it <laughs> Back is. Back to the reps. Back to the reps. <laughs> and so, um, man, he's doing an amazing job, yes, man. Sir. Like, it's so cool, like, to see the trend setting. The, I don't know, man. Just because a whole lot of folks wouldn't do that, hmm. you know. Why wouldn't they? Too hard. It take work. Hmm. <laughs> you know? now seeing the results, 11 and 0, that there's not some teams that are like having a, a, a self-check, evaluation of the whole processes that they're doing? Oh, without, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, just like you love it and it's your passion, uh, none of that 
none of that the circumstances don't matter you know if i love to play ball and it's raining and it's cold i said i'm gonna go play ball hmm. <laughs> you know hmm. like if it's 100 degree texas hot wet i'm gonna go play ball hmm. and so when we when we love and enjoy and know that it's our passion and we feel that we are ooh, hold on and we feel that we are in alignment with our assignment okay then nothing stops you from that because you know that it's your alignment and storms will come storms will go and that goes back to how we talked about earlier what you're taught in the formative years your deeply rooted core common mm, principles yes sir and when you're deeply rooted yes, you can weather any storm huh so what I, what i heard you say was that when you do what you love you're not distracted by the rain. No. But because you've fallen in love with the process, yeah. you accept the rain as part of it. The the rain help, helps the plant grow. Come on, man. Come on, man. Wow. That we need the rain. We need we need the rain. <laughs> I'm on new additions. Storms may come. Yeah, man. Hey. Can you can, can you stand, you stand the, rain? the rain? That's the question. Everybody loves the sunny days. <laughs> <laughs> this we know for sure. Yes, sir. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, man, wow. Man, that's powerful. And I guess that's really how you find out who really loves it. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. We're going to find out who really loves this game. Yeah, we're going to find out. So Shannon Shaw was just talking on the radio, I mean, on the, on the podcast the other day, and he said, uh, as far as trying to decide which team OBJ is going to go to. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, he, it just reminded me of that part. He said, hey, man, I'm not going somewhere if I can choose not to go where it's cold and wet, you know, because I ain't going to be cold, wet, and losing. Yes. I can lose, but yes. I ain't going to be cold oh, and wet. losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so sometimes, you know, I wonder what, what your thoughts are in that, in that vein, that we're willing to pay a certain price, but the condition has to be conducive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a deep one there. I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, you want to work. And I think you deserve, if you've you know, put the work in and you've done things the right way, you should be able to choose. Okay. okay. Um, because that helps you have longevity there in you your go. passion. You, you know, go. like, okay. for example, you know, in the barbershop, you know, I want to have my barbershop in this prime location. Right. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You put yourself <laughs> yes, in a position sir. to do that. Well, yes, yeah. You know, and so, and pick the name that has me and, you yes, know, sir. faded glory. Yes, you sir. know, like. Absolutely. And that's this personal, you know, purpose and things behind it. Yes, sir. Substance behind it. Yes, sir. And that's just like our everyday purpose and passion too. Hmm. And so maybe then that's that's part of the problem too. The systemic um, lack of most adults that I talk to, I'll ask them, "Do you know your purpose?" Mm. And and probably out of every ten people I ask, eight of them don't know their purpose. And so if you're out on the field and you don't understand your purpose, then that rain is now a distraction. You, you're not really in love with being out here on the field. You're in love mm -hmm. with victory. Yeah. You, you're in love with the after, with the holding up, yeah. you know, the Lombardi trophy, but you're not really in love with the process. And then the rain shows that. The storms right. show that. They separate the men from the boys. See, when, when the storm that. clouds come, hey, man, you really, you running high and looking for shelter. But them cats, there's them dogs. Hey, this when they really, really earn their paycheck. How do you, how do you mm. play in the rain? Well, that's a book all by itself. 
Y'all don't take my book title down. I know I'm talking to, you know, national authors, so I got to be careful when I drop. <laughs> I love them. Oh, man. That's them guys that go play out in the cold with no sleeves Come on. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> like, man, you yeah. crazy. <laughs> wow. I, I know you got money. I know you can afford to get some right, sleeves. Yeah, yeah. That was somebody they was showing just the other day on a, on a 30 for 30 special. I think it was a... Uh, James, uh, this boy used to play for Pittsburgh. Yeah, man. James, something. And he was out there in the rain. Yeah, linebacker. And he like, boy. look, this ain't my mean face. This is how I look regular. Yeah. But he out there walking around in the cold out there in Pittsburgh with no shirt on. Hey, man, right there for me, yes. if that's the dude on the line, hey, man, I ain't even ready to play with you. I'm going to go over here with the band or something, set up here with the commentators, boy. <laughs> That dude, he on another level. Yeah, man, big and, time. And so maybe that's what separates the Hall of Fame cats and the guys that just come and go, you know, in, in the league and in life. Mm-hmm. I love how you put those two together. Yeah. In the league and in life. Yes, You're sir. right. Hmm. Are you willing to do the extra that it takes? Wow. Wow. To be elite. Woo-wee. Got deep in here on this Monday morning, yeah, Monday afternoon. Man. Wow. That's good, man. And I just thank you for this provocative forum that you, you, you set up. You know, that's really part of the vision. Yeah. Of what I set up when I envisioned Faded Glory Barbershop, that it wasn't just talking about, you know, the local sports teams and that kind of stuff, but talking about stuff that really matters, that, like you said, has more real substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it, man. I thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, man, for being open and having the combos. Yes, sir. And ensuring that everybody that comes through here leaves with some value. Yes, sir. Not Absolutely. just not just a, a great cut. But, Absolutely. But but value. That's what it is. That because see they can throw a rock and hit ten different shops. Yeah. And get somewhere they can cut their hair. Yeah, yeah. But when God gave me the shop, he said, I want you to put more in their heads than you put on it. Mm. And I got a whole station full of lotions and potions. But he said, I want to make sure that you get something that when the hairline grow back, you know, you're only going to be fresh two or three days and then the hair go come back. But God said, I want you to put something that sticks with them longer than the hair. Lotions and potions. Lotions and potions. Man, I, you know, I'm giving you all my good stuff, Chip. I got to watch this, man. You've been the patented trademark. With <laughs> I love it. Yeah, man. Yeah, but that's what this this used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, was that great exchange? Most of us we didn't really have access to higher levels of learning, so we we learned a whole lot in the barbershop. Mm. So man, I thank you for having great men like you come through. That you know, y'all feed me so that the next cat that come through sit in his chair. Now I got something to talk about. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. What else is on your mind? I know you got a lot going on. Just um, you know, being being at Thanksgiving week, just being grateful, looking forward to the time to to get some rest. Mm, yeah, you know, been been on the grind with some things, and gotta make sure that we properly properly uh, get rest yeah. and, and be uh, on purpose with that. Because if you don't, you can you gotta fill that tank back up. Right. Yeah. Cause if you don't, man, you can run on on fumes on E. Right. And then that's not good for anybody. Hmm. So I think that's what it's been for me. Just really looking forward to just 
getting some relaxed time, getting caught up on some things, and some good family time. Have some good combos. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. So, man, I, I, I often want to ask men that, that are uh, go-getters, um, that are, you know, pillars in the community, man, how, how do you balance it all? <laughs> hey man, that's 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 the million. That's the million dollar question, yeah, brother. Man, how do how do you? I mean, I know you may not have perfected it, but just your yeah. level of understanding, balance at this point. What what have you gotten? I think I think for me, what has really helped me be effective is, um, like we talked about earlier, is understanding what my core common principles are. Okay, knowing what and, and sticking firm to those and. and and then the next thing is having boundaries, setting boundaries, personal boundaries in, in place. What I mean by that is you have to prioritize like what's important, what's not important. You know, and that's, that's a success principle really, because you think about it, you know, those people that are not focused and are trying to do everything, mm. you do nothing well. Because <laughs> you get caught up in looking at the flashy and the this right, and the right, that right, and this. Right, right. But really it's just a matter of focusing in and being, like what's important to you hmm. and then you can never go wrong i mean i believe you can never go wrong if you're putting everything you got into what you believe in wow like never because wow. i mean you have no regrets now huh. could could you make some mistakes yeah none of us are perfect sure. you know could you you know be a little overboard yeah i mean right. but it's what you it's what you work it's your goal right wow that's good you know what i'm saying and so when you focus in on on your goals and i think that that's one of the things that's that's really helped me man and i don't have any regrets on any of that because mm. <laughs> you find since you only get 24 hours in a day right you choose very yeah. strategically what to spend those Exactly. On. And really, if you're sleeping for any amount of time, then you got even less. It's less, yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. And being strategic about um, managing your time, too. Like, say, in a week, you know, I do these certain things on this day. Okay. At this time, you know, I you look at your work schedule, you know, I can't do certain things during my work time, right, right, you know. Right, right. And so you just look at your time like that. I mean, and this can be deep because there's some systems you have to have in place, you know, knowing your calendar, okay. uh, making checklists, checking them off daily, right. you know, knowing your monthly deal, knowing your weekly, uh, and then your day-to-day -day task as well. So it's a lot that goes into that. Right. So those are some of the things that, that I do that I've really had to work on. Okay. See, I'm glad to hear you say that, that, that it's, it's, it's a challenge. No, no, no. It's, it's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely work. Like I'm successful at that, at a level that I'm operating on. I, I know I'm efficient in some areas, but I right. feel like I'm not maximizing my efficiency because I'm struggling in that area right there that you just talked about. Yeah. Being disciplined. And then one thing about being the boss that I think few people know, but once you become the boss, now you're in charge of everything, but then who holds you accountable? Yeah. And, and, that's and I don't know a whole lot of people that don't need somebody to say, hey, that's real good what but, you said, but what, about, but what are you, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. And that's, and I'm, I'm glad you said that because that's the importance of.
You have to continue to continue to be the student. Mm. You know, you have to continue to work to be the student. Right. And so what I mean by that is like, I look at like a three-tier mentor program. Okay. And you, us being in the middle, is all, you always need to find somebody that you can learn from. Right. And then you always need to uh, find somebody that you can pour back into. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I think that, that allows us to be in alignment with Okay, I'm always learning. Yes, sir. But I'm also always giving some too. That's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. So, so I get. Well, I, I hear this all too often, and and I, I just want to run this by you. Cats to say, hey, if you're the smartest dude in the room, yeah, you need to yeah, be in another room. room. Yep, yep, yep. So, how can you be the smartest guy? always in every room well let's see how, how do I want to say this if 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 the the saying is if you're the smartest guy in the room you should find another room but how did you become the smartest guy in the room if smart guys didn't allow you to be in the room if all the guys that knew more than you did got up and walked out the room because you walked in how would you ever acquiesce to this level yeah. to be able to be in a room where now you need to walk out of so yeah. it has to be a give and take you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying you, you have to maintain at every level, you got to look back and say, okay, who do I bring up to this level? Right. And now Chip helps me bring myself yeah. to this level. Now I got to look back and say, okay, now I'm on another level. Let me get you up yeah. here. That That's each one teach one. Yeah. And I think we've gotten away from, from that for whatever reason. But I, I'm glad you spoke to that because I, I feel sometimes like I'm in the minority that I push against that ideology mm. that if you're the smartest guy in the room, no, dude, you got to go back and give back to somebody right. that made sure that you made it from where you came from. Man, it's a great place to be to know that uh, the things that you had to grow through, you can take those lessons and use those to help others. There you go, absolutely. Man, like that. Absolutely. Like that, that's a better feeling. Like you think it's good when you've worked to accomplish something. Yeah. Like that's great. Yeah, right, sure, sure. You know what I'm saying, and achieve your goals. But then now when you can achieve those goals, and you got somebody else that's coming along <laughs> and you can help them move more efficiently yes, and effectively sir. because yes, of the sir. things that you've experienced. Yes, sir. Oh, man, that's a great place to be. Hmm. Wow. That's good. And that becomes infectious and contagious. Hmm. Because you always want more of that. Right. Because at the end of the day, you see that it doesn't just affect them, but it allows them to be better for their family. Right, 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 right. And that's when you get generational impact right there. So that's that's kind of what what your life, you know, seems to have become. Is is <laughs> you're that guy, man. And I mean, I, I I see your work that you're always that guy that's you know stepping up, elevating. But then you always looking at who you can elevate at the same time, man. And that's that's yeah. what makes you, as I say, you know, a pillar in the community, man. We, we don't we don't have a whole lot of chip bakers running around. You know, the Bible says it this way: this way, we have ten thousand instructors in Christ, but not many fathers. Mm. 
it's a bunch of folks trying to tell you what to do. Everybody yeah. got a blog or a chat line yeah. or buy my book for ninety nine ninety nine. I'll teach. We got we got yeah. the Bible says thousands of those, ten thousand instructors, but not many fathers. Mm. And and for our community, our diaspora who have had such a deficit of present fathers, man, we need that more so than probably anybody else. Yeah. And yeah. so, man, it's good to have men like you in, in my life. And though there might be, you know, we're similar ages, we, yeah. we still are, are boys with yeah. holes shaped like our daddy. Yeah, for sure. And, and I may feel a piece that, that daddy was present, but he didn't give me any more than what he had to give. Yeah. So now I get a piece from Chip that I didn't get from dad. And yeah. I think that's the beautiful thing about our community and really the barbershop in a, in a whole, whole sense, because that's what it was created to do. Yeah, I, I appreciate those kind of words, man. Yeah, it's man. just um, it's a it's a big blessing. Yeah, you know, um, I truly believe that I'm blessed to be a blessing. Yes, sir. I think when we when we can live in that manner, um, the big man will always see fit to take care of you. Yes, sir. And I've learned that by those reps that we were talking mm. about. It's crazy how when you strive to do things with the right intention and knowing that it's bigger than you. Hmm. Big things always happen that surprise you. Hmm. I'm living that, man. I just... All I know is just work hard and try to treat people right, you know? Yes, sir. I think when you can just live in that, the big man sees fit to make sure you're good. Mm. And I man, I wholeheartedly with everything I got believe that. Mm. I think the greatest um, <laughs> man, <laughs> the greatest compliment made me in reflecting is to to be somewhere with your family or with your son. You introduce them to one of your former players. And your former players is telling him stories about you and you still standing right there. Yeah. Hmm. That happened yesterday at wow. church, you know, and yeah, so yeah. like just things like that, man. Hmm. I had this me and my son, we went to this game, we were on the sideline and um young coach and I was blessed to coach his uncles and had a great relationship with his grandfather. Hmm. You know, because of that, you know, right, but right. being striving to be in, and he ended up being an amazing player, the same school, right, right. played on a national championship team in college, and now this is like his first year in coaching, Okay. and I'm sitting there talking with him, like, man, happy for you, proud of, you know, great stuff, and he, he looks at my son, like, man, this is my son, and so he goes over and he's talking to my son, and he's like, man... You got a great dad, man. I'm sure you know that. But then he goes on to say, man, I couldn't wait. I used to hear all my family talk about Coach Baker. I couldn't wait to grow up and meet Coach Baker. And like, man, just to hear those things, and I'm not saying it from a from an arrogance perspective. No, no, no. I know your heart, bro. I'm, 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 say, I'm saying it because like, it took my breath away and gave me chills because yeah. Like people don't have to do that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. you got a frog in your throat right now talking about Man, it. Man, <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just reminds you that it's, 
the sacrifices that you made to make sure you take care of other folks. Yes, sir. It's worth it, man. You gotta do those things. Cause it ain't about you. I know one thing, sir. This edge up, it's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't let's say another one. Another yes, sir. One. We the best. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah, we don't need that. Yes, sir. Yeah, we good. <laughs> Go get it.